today on the Trent Out Loud podcast. That would be the biggest reggae album ever of all times. Here is my super group. This is the best answer ever. What up? It's your boy Trent Out Loud and I'm back with another episode. I got a good show set up for you guys today. No political news. We are back to entertainment and music and having fun. Y'all know what time it is. Get your ear pods in, get your headphones on, turn your devices up. I'm about to start the show. Let's go. Jillian Michaels calls out Oprah Winfrey and claims that she's allegedly making money off of Ozempic sales. All right, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I really wanted to cover this story because I have a family member that was diabetic um, and she was taking Ozempic. That was my first introduction to Ozempic. But lately, I have heard of so many people taking Ozempic um, for dietary reasons um, and to lose weight. Um, and I've heard it from both sides where, uh, you know, the people that need it for um, diabetes are having a hard time getting them. Ozempic is being sold on the black market. And there's so much stuff going around about Ozempic. So I really wanted to cover this story. That's the first thing. Second thing, um, I just want to reiterate that this lady is making claims. There is no proof that Oprah Winfrey is A, on Ozempic, or B, benefiting directly from the sales um, of Ozempic. I want to read to you a little bit of a report to show you what she means, um, how Oprah could be benefiting. Janelle Michaels explains her concern about Oprah Winfrey's potential financial gain from the weight loss drug Ozempic. Michelle, known for her no-nonsense approach to fitness and health, believes that celebrities like Winfrey should not be considered as health experts. She urges people to research medications like Ozempic before considering their use. While speculating Oprah's alleged involvement, Michaels points out Weight Watchers, where the former talk show host reportedly purchased a 10% stake in 2015. To note, Weight Watchers has expanded its service to include doctor-led access to prescribed medication, which now includes Ozempic, a type 2 diabetes medication. Oprah has a financial incentive with Ozempic, Michelle claims in her exclusive interview with the outlet. Oprah, I believe, is one of the biggest shareholders in Weight Watchers, and Weight Watchers is now in the Ozempic business. Jillian goes on to say, I believe Weight Watchers bought a company that provides access to these drugs now that there is financial interest in drugs like Ozempic. I think it's important to put that out there right off the bat, she says. While a rep for Oprah Winfrey has not commented on her claims, Michael also did another interview with Fox News, where she warned against using the drug and celebrities who keep promoting it. So there you have it. Um, there's a lot of speculation in there. Like, you know, Weight Watchers could have bought this company to prescribe people to his Ozempic. And, wait, um, and Oprah Winfrey has some stake in, in Weight Watchers. So it's not like she's making it seem like Oprah Winfrey is like out there like hustling Ozempic. But, but to play devil's advocate, I see what she's saying. If now Ozempic, um, if now uh, Weight Watchers is making money selling Ozempic and Oprah is out here promoting Ozempic, I could see how, you know, she she does have some financial gain. Having said all of that, the bigger issue is that is Ozempic healthy? This is my problem. Like, this is what I'm yet to understand. Like I said, I have a family member that took Ozempic for diabetes as a result of her taking 
the, the Ozempic for diabetes, she lost a lot of weight. But does that mean if you don't have diabetes that it's okay for you to take Ozempic? And this is what Julian is saying is, is that, um, you know, everybody's rushing to, to take Ozempic and we don't know the long, long-term effects of this drug. And that's the thing that scares me. Well, the two things that scare me is that, you know, you're taking this drug away from people that have diabetes to help them. And two, you might be harming yourself in the process because it's not proven the drug wasn't invented to, uh, for dietary reasons and for you to lose weight. So for me, I would never take it. You can never get off these drugs. If you do get off of them, all of the meta-analysis meta show us that you will gain all the weight back and then some two-thirds of it within the first year. But now you've messed up your metabolism, you've lost muscle, you might be running the risk of all these side effects. So you're going to gain it back and then some and have lingering side effects. On top of that, let's say you're like, no, I'm staying on it forever. Really? Google Ozempic Plateau. You will plateau on Ozempic. It will stop working. Right around the 18-month to two-year mark, it's going to stop working. Now what are you going to do? Because now you're literally beholden to it. It's expensive. Insurance isn't going to cover it forever. Are you going to be on it forever? So we don't even know what this looks like five years down the road, 10 years down the road. Um, I do have another example. I do know of somebody um, that doesn't have diabetes and has taken Ozempic and she is losing weight. But the night that I was with her, she was very sick and she was throwing up. So is this what Ozempic is doing? Is, is Ozempic making people sick, making you not want to eat? And as a result, you're losing weight? Because if that's really the case, then that's not healthy. But, you know, like um, Julian is saying, I think we don't know. So I don't know. Julian doesn't know. And most of the people out there don't know. But people like Weight Watchers and other people are selling the drug. So you know, it's up for speculation. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Um, do you think that that because the drug is out there and doctors are prescribing it, would you take it? Do you think that it's okay? Um, and how do you feel about the diabetic patients that are not able to have access to this drug because people are taking it to lose weight? Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Kanye West is set to release a 40 minute long video apology to the Jewish community. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any official reports or video to go along with this story. It just was reported by TMZ today. Um, and you guys know whoever listens to this podcast religiously. Um, I have been following Kanye since his downfall of the remarks, uh, to the Jewish community, his anti-Semitic remarks. Um, and I am so interested to see if Kanye could rebuild himself back into the good graces. Hence why I'm reporting on this story. Um, for those of you who remember back in November, uh, Kanye West released um, a message in Hebrew on his Instagram that said, I apologize to the Jewish community. Um, actually, let me read it for you. I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community for my unintended outburst caused by my words or actions. It is not my intent to hurt. It was not my intent to hurt or disrespect. And I deeply regret um, any pain that I have caused. Um, so he put that out. Um, and I don't know if I reported on this or not, but a lot of people said that that message was um, AI generated and they didn't feel like it was sincere. 
Um, and he's been trying to get his album off the ground. Um, I reported on that. I reported on him having that launch party in Miami that didn't go well. I also reported on him trying to release these sock shoes for $200. I haven't heard anybody buying them. I haven't heard any reports of them selling out. We're used to Yeezy selling out. Like I know I come from the sneaker community. Um, I haven't heard anybody talking about it. Um, and I reported that academics said that he was trying to actually get um, 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 a stadium to have his release party and nobody would rent him out the stadium. So um, I thought Kanye's return would be of a lot bigger than this. I think I was wrong in this. I, I thought that Kanye would have um, a bigger comeback than this. And I feel like um, he's having a hard time. And I think that's probably why he's now resorting to putting out a 40 minute long apology to the Jewish community that's ahead of his album coming out, which is February the 9th. Just to be clear out there, I don't, I'm not picking a sides. I'm not like I'm on Kanye's side or I'm on the Jewish community side. That, that's not what I'm saying. I think that everything that Kanye did was wrong and he should apologize. Um, if you guys have listened to podcasts in the past before, I was just saying that, and I've always said is that if anybody can make a comeback, it's somebody like Kanye because um, I don't feel like he needs the structures. I don't feel like he needs Adidas. I don't feel like he needs uh, these record labels because um, he's so much of a creative. And there's a lot of artists out here who depend on outside help where, you know, Kanye went to Adidas and made a whole brand new silhouette and had so much success and, and you know, fought with Nike, like I said, coming from the sneaker world. But um, it looks like I was wrong. It looks like he is having a hard time. Um, and, and now I'm very interested to see what he's going to say in this 40 minute long video. Because if this video doesn't come across well, if it doesn't come across authentic, um, I think that this will be Kanye West's last chance to apologize to the Jewish community and just people in general, um, who, who he offended, people who he let down, his business relationships that, um, that he severed. Um, and this will be almost Kanye's last hoorah. Um, and it seems like, you know, he does need, need some help. So let's see if this video is going to come out. Let's see if it's even true. Um, or let's see if, if Kanye is going to get on this video message and put his foot in his mouth, which is something that Kanye has been known to do. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Do you think Kanye can make a comeback? Do you think it's over for him? Um, and do you think if he makes this video, it's just going to be completely reversing everything and he is actually going to put himself probably in more trouble releasing this video. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Are black men in Hollywood being emasculated and being forced to wear dresses? So this whole conversation started out with the Cat Williams interview when he was on Club Shay Shay saying that he is not going to be an industry plant. He's not going to be one of these black men that have to wear a skirt um, to make it big by the Illuminati. The black community has been having this conversation for years, and it's really a stupid conversation. Um, Marlon Wayans, who is a black actor who has worn a dress in a movie, um, was on a podcast and he was asked what he thinks about this subject, and he had this to say. What about the, you know, the black man putting on a dress conversation? You talking to a black man that put on a dress? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That, that conversation to me is, it's silly because... It's a negative thing that is only in black people. When Robin Williams puts on a dress and is Mrs. Doubtfire, he gets nominated for an Oscar and white people think it's brilliant. His community embraces him. 
When Dustin Hoffman puts on a dress in Tootsie and he wins an Oscar, he's labeled brilliant. When black people put on dresses, all of a sudden we're labeled by our own people like something negative. And I'm like, we did white chicks. That's a classic movie. Mm -hmm. It's a classic. I don't care what nobody says. It's know. a classic. Everyone says it's a classic. That whole thing about, you know, you put on a dress and you selling out, that, that is not an artist's mindset. When you are an artist, you know, you go out and you create art. I agree with Marlon. Like, if it was only black men putting on skirts, but you hear there's a million other white actors who have white male actors who have put on skirts for movie roles um, and and been successful. So I like I said, I loved the Cat Williams um, interview and I thought I, I agree with most of what he said. This was one of the things that I really didn't agree with Cat. Like. You think like the the Illuminati like wants to come and like change people's perception of black men and you're going to have a black man wear a dress in a movie and that's going to emasculate us like give me a break man black culture is so ingrained in you know in hip hop and so much um you know masculine energy so much masculine energy that having two movies a year with our black actors wearing a skirt and pretending to be women like um Medea or um Martin Lawrence or or whoever it is or white chicks um that's not going to change or emasculate any black men so i completely agree um with Marlon here um and like i said it was one of the things in the Cat Williams interview that i didn't like cuz i vehemently disagree with this and i really think this is a conversation that needs to stop coming up in black culture every year or two years somebody comes out and says man you black actors need to stop wearing a dress and stop succumbing to to white hollywood like this is it's this is just crazy to me white actors black actors asian actors you know brown actors every every actor has dress can dress up in a dress and it's not going to emasculate your culture let me know what you guys think in the comment section below do you agree with cat williams or do you agree with marlon waynes Okay, this brings us now to quick news. Doja Cat accuses her brother of abuse and says he allegedly knocked her teeth out and her mother is actually filing a restraining order. Imagine having to file a restraining order against your own son and your own brother. Man, shout out to Doja Cat. Cassie has made her first public appearance after settling her lawsuit with Diddy. And she was out at Paris Fashion Week. You know, people are saying that, like, she looks really sad in this picture. I'll put the picture up on YouTube. But this is one picture. There's no video of her. Like, there's a whole night. This is just a snapshot. I feel like she was just trying to look, um, you know, fashionable and trying to look, like, edgy. And then that's why she has this look on her face. I'm really happy that Cassie is out and about and doing her and living her life, man. Y'all y'all leave Cassie alone. Kim Kardashian jumps on the latest TikTok trend, of course, um, and she totally killed it. Take a listen. I'm Kim Kardashian. Of course I have all my magazine covers covering my walls. I'm Kim Kardashian. Of course I have my mannequin with my custom measurements in my glam room. I'm Kim Kardashian. Of course I have my beauty campaigns on loop on a big TV wall. I'm Kim Kardashian. Of course I have a product shrine in my office. Kanye West. Wow, Kanye West is in the news twice today. Kanye West gets a new permanent mouth grill that costs $850,000. Yo, this mouthpiece looks super weird. It's not your typical grill. For those of you who can't see the picture that I'm putting up on, on YouTube, um, for those of you who are James Bond fans, if you know the, the James Bond villain, um, Jaws, he used to bite, 
um, people and kill them. So that's what it looks like. It looks like aluminum foil over his teeth. Like, why would you pay $850,000 for this? This is just crazy to me. Country Wayne says that Jess Hilarious needs to do something to step her career up because everybody keeps on asking about their relationship during her interviews. Um, and he also says that he's a catch. Take a listen. But I tell the other day, I say, Jess, man, and I got kind of pissed. I said, you got to get more going on in your career so they can start bringing up my name right. in your interview. Wow. Because when I come, Netflix special, his book, you know what I'm saying, this going on, that going on. We don't got to down each other. That's been, man, that's been five years ago. Right. If that's the main question in your interview, well, we got to put some work in. Right. So all of me asked one time, he said, how you lose Jess Larry? I said, how she lose Country Wayne? I'm going to catch it. I will not stand for any Jess Hilarious slander. Jess Hilarious is part of the Breakfast Club family. Team Charlemagne, I am an honorable member of the Breakfast Club family, and I am part, a very small part of Team Charlemagne. So that is family right there. Country, mate, country Wayne, watch yourself, bruh. A comedian has gone viral for naming her daughter Chlamydia. This is hilarious. Listen to the clip. Chlamydia was always on my list of baby names. I've just loved that name. I think it's absolutely beautiful. And I went back and forth because I'm like, it is a sexually transmitted disease, and she might get made fun of for it. But then when I contracted Chlamydia from her father, I was like, this is confirmation that God wants me to name this my child Chlamydia. Now, she's only four years old, and she started preschool this past year, um, but she's having a really hard time at school because somehow these kids know that chlamydia is an STD. I don't know how they know who's talking to their four-year-old about this topic, but they pick on her, and she's come home, and she's asked me if she can change her name. I don't really want her to change her name because, one, she's four years old, so really, does she really know if she wants to change her name? And two, Chlamydia is an absolutely beautiful name, and I don't understand why we wasted that name on an STD. Why couldn't we have named Chlamydia something like Lakeland or, you know, some stupid name like that? Like, I just don't get it. People, she's a comedian. It's a joke. Relax. Takashi 69 has been arrested in Dominican Republic for alleged domestic violence abuse. Yo, this guy is supposed to be in witness protection. Like, he snitched on people in New York, and this guy is in DR now, like, abusing people. This is ridiculous. Young Miami and academics go back and forth online and have a heated exchange. These two are always going at each other. I don't understand what the beef is about. I don't understand why academics just doesn't leave Young Miami alone. Here's a small clip. You fail at everything in life. Like, yo, why you gotta be hating on Young Miami, man? I love Young Miami. Jeez. All right, we got some birthday shout outs. Happy birthday to Dwayne Wade. He turned 42 years old. Ray J, 46 years old. Little John, 53 years old. Maury turns 85 today. Shout out to Maury, hitting 85 years old. Muhammad Ali would have been 81 years old today. Oh my gosh, like I can't believe Muhammad Ali could have been alive still today. I mean, he only would have been 81 years old. That's still young. And Betty Wade would have turned 101 years old today. Shout out to the GOAT. Betty White. Okay, this brings us to question of the day. If you could create a super group of your favorite music artists, who would they be? Now, you can't just take your favorite artist because your artists have to mesh together and be able to, to make a good album. Here is my super group. This is the best answer ever. Bob Marley and Buju. Could you imagine... That, that, that album, how amazing that would sound. That would be the biggest reggae album ever of all times. Buju, 
and 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 Bob Marley together, and you sprinkle a little bit of Beanie Man in there. You put him on a little one or two tracks. That would be amazing because Budja could do both. Budja could do you know conscious and dancehall, and you know um, Bob would just stay with the con- with the conscious. So imagine the two of them together, like the older generation and the younger generation. And you know what? You could you you could sprinkle some guest hosts in there a little. You know, have some Movado in there. You have some Popcorn in there. Like I said, a little bit of beanie, a little bit of 90s. Anyways, my 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 mix would be my two artists putting together for the super group would be Bob Marley and Buju. Let me know who your super group would be. All right, this brings us to sports news. There was a lot of NBA games, but before that, uh, we want to send out our condolences. Uh, Golden State Warrior head coach Dejan Mojic. I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. I'm sorry. Um, he passed away. Uh, yesterday at a Golden State Warriors dinner. He was having dinner. He had a heart attack um, and died um, in, in a hospital. So shout out to Golden State Warriors. They actually postponed their game yesterday um, because of that. Um, in other news, LeBron James and his son, Bronny, were actually on TV playing a basketball game at the same time. For those of you who are big NBA fans or LeBron fans, you know LeBron's, you know LeBron's dream um, is to play with his son. But... They at least had a little moment yesterday. Um, LeBron was on ABC playing and um, playing in the NBA. Um, and Bronny was, um, with his college team playing on ESPN. So him and his son were both together on TV playing, um, basketball. So I thought that was a nice moment for them. All right. Let's get to the NBA games from last night. The Timberwolves beat the Pistons. Hawks beat the Magic. Celtics beat the Spurs. The Knicks beat the Rockets. Uh, the Cavaliers beat the Bucks. I can't believe the Cavaliers beat the Bucks. Uh, Raptors beat Miami. Pelicans beat the Hornets. Lakers beat Mavericks. Hey, that's two games in a row for Lakers after I think losing like six or seven straight. Uh, the Warriors did not play the Jazz. Like I said, they postponed the game. Um, and the Trail be- uh, the Trailblazers beat the Nets. Let me know in the comment section below if you guys watch any of those games yesterday. And if somebody watched that um, Cavaliers um, Bucks game, please let me know how come the Bucks lost so badly. Like, what what's going on, man? We got Dame hitting like threes from the from the logo and stuff. Like, what's going on, Bucks? Uh, anyways, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy. Turn out loud. For more Trend Out Loud content, you can follow us on all social platforms at Trend Out Loud, and you could subscribe, download, or listen to the Trend Out Loud podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, and you could watch us on YouTube. Go to signupexpert.com forward slash Trent. Once you sign up for all betting apps and get all your bonuses and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download Bet stamp and use promo code TOL.